Hey guys, this is Rebecca, and here's the commentary that nobody asked for on my piece, Inner Dialogues Against Association. The unique thing right off the bat about this piece is that I wrote the first draft in one sitting, and I never do that. When I write academic papers, I always spend weeks outlining. Well, this semester it hasn't been weeks, it's been more like a couple hours before the paper is due. Um, but, you know, the process. I usually outline, find my quotes and everything. Granted, I've never been able to really write a creative piece like this um, during college, and I'm so grateful for the fact that I've been able to. But, yeah, the writing process is definitely different than with my academic papers. When I started writing this, I had my coffee, I was sitting at my desk, my fingers literally flying. I honestly wish I could have that sort of energy when I'm writing my academic papers. But I basically pieced together a bunch of writings from past class exercises. And the overarching idea was that post on the internet that I kind of refer to in the piece about life experiencing what it's like to be human. And with that framework, it all just sort of poured out. I at first approached writing in this course as an outlet for my thoughts. I wanted writing to be sort of like a mindfulness exercise for me. Um, this is a little bit personal, but this is gonna be a personal commentary. So I've never been able to have therapy long term. And it's something that I've always wanted to be able to get into. But Side note, mental health isn't really talked about in my family, so it's been a little bit difficult to get that sort of opportunity. And so writing has always seemed to me like something that I so badly wish could sort of act like therapy would for me if I had the chance to go to therapy. But yeah, so that's why this essay ended up being such a sort of emotional dump at the beginning. And I think it still kind of is, but with these two voices, I'm it sort of removes a little bit of that stream of consciousness energy that I wanted to challenge myself from straying away from. Speaking of challenges, biggest struggle in writing this was trying to make it not sound cheesy. I just didn't want to sound like an angsty 13-year-old emo teenager. I was like, how am I supposed to talk about such a mentally challenging part of my life in a way that's serious enough, in a way that people haven't heard before. Um, and I think I was sort of able to achieve that by having these two voices. On the note of those two voices, the urgency that I felt in writing this piece definitely came from how overwhelming my thoughts are about dissociation. Like, with this semester, me being at home, this kind of burnout that I've been going through, there's been so many moments where I just want to turn all the thoughts off. And I just had to get it out. And this was probably one of the most successful attempts that I've ever had at getting those thoughts out. Prior to this, I never had the opportunity to actually reflect on those thoughts in my head. And maybe that's why it felt so cluttered this semester. Everything else has sort of been reaching its peak and now I'm like fizzling out in a way. Um, and with the thoughts in my head, I've always just lived with them there. And most of the time I'm trying to tune them out. But this essay forced me to think about the thoughts and even write them down. And the act of writing them down, it is scary at first because it's like, wow, these are thoughts I'm having. This is a little unhealthy. Like, what's going on with me? 
Um, but actually today I read in this book that I, um, called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna West, and she talks about how fear is sort of an indication, not that something bad is happening to you necessarily, but something new is happening to you. Like, your body responds to new things with fear, and some of those new things can be good things. So I think that the fear that I felt while I was writing this piece definitely was definitely valuable fear to have. The other reason why I really liked that I had these two voices was because it was just easier to describe how I was feeling this way. The sort of conversational style in my writing. I'm always better at expressing things vocally than um, on the page. Hence why I'm making this commentary. If I think about what this writing did for me, the biggest thing was that it just let me address dissociation's actual impact on me. There's a lot in this paper that I've never said to anybody before, and that includes the memories. I've never really thought about them, never really talked to anyone about them. But since I've written this piece, it has just felt so good to be able to have words to describe what I'm saying. And they're my words for once. They're not just like WebMD's dissociation symptoms. Like, this is my experience with dissociation. And I'm so glad that I have this to rely on now or to come back to when I need to reflect. The life voice is definitely more emotional. It's the one that's truly desperate. And the human voice is more closed off, obviously. But I like to think of it, if they had ages, the human voice would be younger. It's sort of like my inner child, in a way. In terms of my favorite parts, I know that the familial bond line was a hit with everyone in workshop. And I hate hyping myself up, but... I'm honestly so glad that I could string those words together to convey that heat because family trauma is one of those things that I hate writing about because I don't want to sound cheesy and I don't want to sound angsty and emo, but I I definitely think that got to sort of the root of a lot of my family problems. There's another line too, uh, besides the familial bond one that I really like, and it's by Life, who says, but you do. If you're not going to listen for yourself, please just listen for me. You owe your life at least that minimal effort. And this one hits me pretty hard every time I read it because it's so frustrating to be inside my head like this sometimes. And every day this semester and in the past few months, I've been waking up and having this argument with myself where I just beg my mind to put in a sliver of effort for the day. And it's exhausting and I'm so sick of it, and I think that's why where a lot of the desire to turn my thoughts off comes from. It's like my mind is just so stuffy, and I feel claustrophobic in it, but it's all about putting in the minimal effort, and I just have to keep getting myself to do it. In terms of my favorite memories, I would definitely say I like the memory about Fluffy-Haired Boy. Um, I actually sent this section of the piece to him when I wrote it. I don't know why I did, and we were definitely at an earlier talking, um, at an earlier point in our talking stage. So honestly, this probably could have scared him off pretty bad, but he really liked it and he thought it was super cute. And I'm honestly so glad, but yeah, overall, I'm just really glad I have this piece now. And I do hope that there comes a time in my life where I can have some of my closest friends read this because surprise, surprise, they haven't. But yeah, I feel like there's, there's so much that this piece says that I want to be able to hold on to. And it feels like I've finally found the words 
to say what I've been trying to say for the past two years. That triumph, too, in being able to find the words, finally, that I've been searching for, that was motivating as hell for me in my writing for the rest of the semester. And I just want to close by saying I really hope that anyone who's listening to this, anyone who ends up finding this, any of my wonderful workshop members, that if you're looking for words to describe a feeling and you've been searching for years, decades, days even, I really hope that you find those words. And I really hope that you're human and your life I hope you realize that they're always working together for you. Well, that was super cheesy of an ending, but thank you so much for listening. And if you would like, my commentary on Not Because is available right after this.